Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bloodthirsty Times. I'm your host, Will. Octavio. Emily. And this week, we take a visit to my cold case cozy corner and discuss a handful of John and Jane Doe cold cases. Oh, the alarm's going off. It's time for some cold cases. <laughs> That's a cold case alarm. It's a cold case alarm. It's getting a little chilly. Sorry. So grab your hot cocoa and your Kiki Co blanket, if you know what those are, and join us in these bloodthirsty times. Serial killers do on a small scale what governments do on a large one. They are a product of the times, and these are bloodthirsty times. Hey, what's going on, man? Welcome back. Hey, to another week. Hey, we're on Here time we... this this week. Last week we were four days behind. No, you know, because someone two. had to go break their foot. Yeah. You know what? Screw Looks you. fine now. She's dancing behind you. That's untrue and false precedented. Um, you should see the bruising. It's still there. Oh. Nine days later. Anyways, you guys haven't heard of Kikiko blankets? No. Do we oh. have one? What's that big blanket I bought you? That's big blanket company. Look up That's Kikiko massive. at some point. I, I've seen it. I think no, I, I need to know it. like right now what it is. Because I, like the super, I was going to get you one. I was like going to get you one, soft. but I got the. I'm a blanket whore. Like, I mean, yeah. no, no, blankets no, sure. are my I was, jam. I think it was whenever I got the big blanket for you, I got, uh, I went to Kiki first because they're really known for their like soft softness, but kind of hard to pass up a hundred square foot blanket. So yeah, that is oh, 10 yeah. by 10. The blanket's and fucking Kiko's 10 by 10. Really, it's, yeah, Kiki Co's really expensive too. And it's not as this big. This one was 125. 125 for this blanket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very it's amazing. comfortable. And it's, dude, not bad. this big blanket company, man, if you have a chance to get one of their blankets, not that we get paid, I wish we got paid for their ads. Hashtag but man, not sponsored. No, we're not, but it's it's worth it. I'm telling you, like, as an owner of a big blanket, a hundred square foot of blankets, a lot of blanket. It's heavy. If you want, if you like that heaviness, you can yeah. like double it up. You can double it up and still be bigger than a regular blanket. It's amazing. Nice. I'm going to yeah. check it out. Kiko yeah. is a place. Apparently. Uh, K E I K I company. Yeah, I know that I've been there when I was searching for a blanket for Emily because she wanted one and I was like, okay, I'll check out this place. Yeah. Still not sponsored by Kiki Co or Big Blanket Company. Would be uh, nice though. Let's go, let's aim they for the have stars. Pillows too. Oh my God. Ermagerd. I'm not going to be able to participate in the rest of the that. podcast. <laughs> Dude, I think that's where I heard Kiki Co from, from a podcast. I forgot which one though. It was, yeah. it was an ad they had. Mine was a bonfire. Just because shout out bonfire. Crack Shout out Bonfire. Over. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's a, we listen to different types of podcasts. Com it's a comedy podcast. It's funny. Big J. Erickson, Dan Soder, dynamic mm. duo. Who? Anyways. I think the only comedy podcast I listen to is Two Bears, One Cave. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the, um, the I think comedy-wise, I like the Bonfire more. Wexham's video well, I don't pod. listen to the Bonfire, so I, I don't know. I don't have a comparison. Anyways, I listen to yeah, True Crime cool. Shit. Just go on YouTube, look it up. They're really funny. Okay. Anyways, you should too. If you're listening to this, you should do that. Yes. They probably don't need. They probably don't need our help getting listeners, but you know, whatever. If you were looking for a comedy podcast that breaks boundaries, just wanted to go to. Yeah. yeah. Well, Emily's so, looking at Kikiko for yeah, the so rest of got, this podcast. Um, what do we got this oh, week? Sorry. What? I, I so, know this, second dollars. 
How much? We Sorry? all just spoke at the same time. I apologize for that. Yeah, we did. It's literally $300 for like, I'm not even sure of its sizing, but I don't, I they look amazing. Expensive. They look so soft, but one of them said fawn and it looks like a deer. That's uh-huh. actually a deer, right? Yeah, that's what it is. No, <laughs> yeah, sorry, it is. No. That's why it's so fun. So now it's would real... be like a few fawns yeah. to make this big of a blanket, right? Anyways, what I, was, farm. what I was saying is, uh, from what I understand, well, because I actually don't know the content of this episode. This was inspired by a Instagram comment. Yeah, so uh, horsey anime um, commented on was it last week's. Yeah, let me pull yeah. it up real quick. See if I can find it. Where to go? Basically, right, like so. Hey, it, so it was on our. Uh, we did um, an episode about the sounds of the internet part two. You can still go check that out. It's a lot of fun. We had some pretty cool sounds that we talk about. That was actually a fun episode. I think was that the, was that our drunk episode? That totally was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we were very intoxicated during the entire thing because it was Labor Day. Anyway, so we posted a few photos from the the uh, sounds that we said. And uh, a user by the name of Horsey Anime said, more unsolved true crimes involving unidentified Jane and John Doe's that were murdered. Okay. Here you are. And I said, you you know what? This is going to be tough. It is a challenge. uh, Because there's there's so many of them. And there's also a reason we don't do them in general. There's not a lot of information. There's no information. I I think after the comment, I made the joke like, if we were to do an episode about unsolved Jane and John Doe murders, like, hey, someone died. We don't know anything about it. We know fuck all about who did it. We don't even know who the person who died was. Cool. Mm-hmm. Episode over. Yep. That's pretty much it. But you guys we'll enjoy that? To put together a few of them. Yes. So we have four uh, ones that I found, I guess, most interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, either a regarding the body that was found and how the death occurred or the circumstances around it. All unsolved though, right? And we have no answers to any of this. All unsolved and John and Jane Doe's. Sweet. So whenever you're ready, let me know and I'll push the button. Press it. These are the deaths without answers and the families without closure. I will be telling the stories and cases of the unfortunate with no real conclusions. I forgot we had that. Yeah, that's uh, from the, the days. That's a long time ago. Yeah. I think, that's I think Brian, that was Brian was still here way over a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. All right. So, the first one we're going to Mendocino County, John Doe. Okay. I think it's also- Mendocino. Like the cherries? Could be. You could be right. I think it's Mendocino. Okay. Marachino? Wait, hold on. Like, isn't there another city that's actually called, like, Sino, like the last... Oh, it's Chino. Chino. No, it's C-H, though, isn't it? Encino. You could be right, then. I apologize if I'm wrong. Um, I always thought it was Mendocino. That's just me. Sorry. Go on. (laughs) I really... I've always said Mendocino County. Yeah. Mendocino, apparently. I'm going to say Mendocino. That's fine. I agree. Sorry. Apologies. Yeah, it's okay. And we're going to call this case uh, The Skeleton and Sneakers. And this takes place on the eve of Halloween, October 29th, 2012, in Humboldt County, California. Now, a man and his daughter were kayaking down the Eel River. And while his daughter was playing on the bank, he noticed something that caught his eye. But this was something that he had noticed for years, but never took a deeper look. But this time, something else seemed odd. He noticed two of these items, and 
it looked like the tips of sneakers popping up from the ground. They were arranged in a manner that made it appear someone was lying underneath the buried ground. So using a stick, the man prodded and started to dig up the area around the shoes. And although originally he just thought he was going to be throwing away someone's discarded shoes, deep down he had that feeling that there was something more sinister afoot. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? That's highly inappropriate. (laughs) Sorry. Real cute. Um, Yeah, so real quick, so far... So far, yes, everything that actually I don't even think I'd be astute enough to notice the tips of sneakers. But if I did, I would definitely take a stick and poke at it. That's 100%. Well, yeah. And they, there was a mention that, you know, if you saw it for years, why are you all of a sudden like taking yeah. a, a deeper That's look at it? It's just because they, they were used to this river just having discarded trash everywhere. Mm-hmm. So as he would kayak past this area, he always thought it was just a piece of trash. But then as you know, that was the spot that, Hey, I'm gonna let my daughter play in this area. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go take a look at these see what, the, what this I is. I imagine they were, they were white sneakers. Cause otherwise mm-hmm. they wouldn't really stand out. I, I would think. Yeah. They were white sneakers. Yeah. But even then, depends man, depends on how clear the water is. It was out of the water. It was on the bank Yeah. next to a tree. Oh, dang. Okay. So yeah. Interesting. Definitely just noticed noticed it as they were, yeah, as yeah. they were like drifting past. Okay. Um, And so anyways, he grabs one of the shoes and notices there was a sock in it full of bones. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So he's like, oh, shit. And so the following is his wife's account of his discovery. When my husband pulled the shoe out, he thought it had roots grown into it and really had to pull it at that point. The foot came out, came off the leg bone. Sorry. Oh. That's an image you like to see. Um, yeah, you man, that's fun. Man, this like thing really nauseous to say as I was like yeah. realizing man, what this I was saying. Really stuck in here, huh? Jesus, you got to really want to shoot. Yeah, this tree must have put a root through it. Jeez, there's no way I would ever think that. Well, it was next to a tree, so I was like, oh, I still wouldn't think that. Yeah. I think it was a bone. Well, anyway, that has been popped that foot right off. And dumped out the shoe, discovering both a sock and foot bones. He was just freaked out and full of disbelief. He was focused on the bones in the shoe, the sock. Could they really be from a skeleton? There was still dirt in the hole around. And the dirt surrounding the shoes actually hid the leg bone from sight, something the couple would discover later when they investigated further. Once he found the bones, they were put in an empty bag he had with him. We went... Excuse me. When I went back with him to confirm, we brought a little shovel and dug out a little more until we could see the leg bone. It was only a round little end, but it was obviously a leg bone leading up to the leg. And we could see that there were still a leg bone going up inside what looked like denim pants. That's what we confirmed to us when, that's what they confirmed to us when we were really seeing a human body and it was time. That is what confirmed to us we were really seeing a human body and that we called the police at that time. Why wouldn't you call them before? Because they weren't sure what it was. It was they, a shoe. They didn't know. Yeah, yeah, it was a shoe. But they like, said that it was a leg bone. Yeah, like several that's times. when they called the police. Yeah. <laughs> but the pants, they, where did the pants go? Like, they had a, going they, that's up, they brought their, how their far shovel. was the damn shoe from the fucking pants is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. How far do you think? Clearly far enough that you would have well, a moment in time the, from 
Yeah, you gotta maybe okay, so let's, let's not call the police the, too. Let's call the police. The ankle bones connected to the leg bone. Maybe they were so in right shorts. Then, that's how they yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Jorts. They could have been jorts. Or they were torn. But they took a shovel and started digging more, and then that's when they saw the the denim pants. I'm like, oh shit. And at first, a couple had tried to piece the shoe and leg bone back into place to try and reconstruct the scene for law enforcement. We placed the sneaker back in place to take the first picture. I turned it sideways to show the type of sneaker to take the second picture. And the couple were apprehensive at first to call the cops and waited until early on the day before Halloween. They called into the sheriff's office, but the first deputy wouldn't arrive for a couple hours later and then thought it might have been some sort of Halloween prank. That is until the couple showed the pictures of the shoes and gave him the bones. That is when they started excavating the rest of the body. Yes. Okay. Um, what? Is, so many okay. questions. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to put together like if I were in that sheriff's shoe. Sure. Halloween time. Bones are everywhere. Are they usually hidden on a bank by a river? I, I don't think that's the case I'm, in most parts. When, especially during Halloween time, I don't think they take the time to dig up or bury bones. Seems weird. Uh, either way. Is this under a bridge? I'm, Did you already say that? No, it was next to a bank. Mm. I don't know what that means. because A bank. There's a, a river. Bank, like, has a bank. There could bank. still be a bridge over it. That's what I'm trying to say. So like you could drive over mm-hmm. it. But it still? wasn't under a bridge. Or else I would have said they found it under a bridge. <laughs> William. <laughs> Let's not, okay. Let's not. Next to a tree. Okay. All right. Noted. Thank you. Yes. Do you have a better picture of where this was found? No. Okay. Anyways, so they started cataloging the items that were found, which included a shirt with the following quote. Before I started working here, I drank, I smoked, and used foul language for no reason at all. Thanks to this job, I now have a reason. He works for Memorial? (laughs) Yes, how'd you know? I think we solved the case. We did, for sure. But in any case, authorities didn't have much to go off to try and identify the remains as they essentially were skeletal. However, on May 11th, 2013, sheriff's detectives received a report from the CSU Chico Chico Human Identification Laboratory in regards to the analysis of the human remains found. The results of the analysis showed that the human remains are believed to be that (coughs) of a white male adult, approximately 25 to 45 years of age, and a height between 5'11 and 6'5". I could have told you that just by that shirt. Yeah, I could have. I could even tell you what party he voted for. I have yeah. questions about the height. How is that so? Like, I don't know. There's like a very large space between that. Like, are we thinking he had like a lot of hair? Uh, six he inch, had shit in his shoes, span? like cans and rags, like homeboy that we've already talked about. I don't know. I don't work for the Chico Human and Human Identification Laboratory. I, I don't know answer. how their, their guidelines or how their standards work of like, hey, he's between 5'11 and 6'5. That seems like a lot. But a is lot. it really? Is it really though? It is. Six inches? Okay. How much? Six like, inches is a lot, okay? How much? Skull? Six inches is a fine amount for anything. Yes. Okay? Skull 
It's a like, lot. It's big. It's a layer big, to hair. Big gap. Okay. Well, I don't. Mm-mm. I don't know. Missing bones. I don't fucking know. Again, I don't work for them. I feel like a pathologist or um, a paleontologist. <laughs> No, that out. <laughs> probably, but that's not who you would call you. A pathologist, you would. Yeah, I'm not a paleontologist. <sighs> would actually measure bones better, probably. They can tell you what circa it was from mm-hmm. by using. Exactly. What's that fucking thing called? I don't know. When they tell you how long Ross. science. Yeah, science. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, by using science. Correct. Sorry. Go. You know what? Go on. <laughs> I hate you. So sheriff's detectives uh, enlisted the assistance of the California Department of Justice in recovering DNA from a bone to help establish a DNA profile for the remains. They hope to enter this DNA profile into the CODIS or combined DNA index system to compare against Mendocino County Sheriff's Office active missing persons cases. And as of right now, they still haven't been able to positively identify the remains and this still remains on the Mendocino County's cold cases list. So from what I understand, CODIS is the, um, like, people who have been arrested for something, correct? They're entered into CODIS? Uh, yes. Basically, anyone that's getting fingerprinted or mm-hmm. they have to take DNA for, I should say. Um, A lot and of they specifically who are not criminals use it, are in CODIS. Yeah, they specifically use it for missing persons cases. I thought, I, okay, so I could, I don't know a ton about it. You're I in CODIS, CODIS, FYI. I thought I, I haven't submitted my DNA for if anything. If you've ever applied for any type of um, licensure in the United DNA. States or submitted DNA, you have. One, you're married. Two, you're an EMT. Don't remind me. you work for me, a government huh? contracted organization. You are in CODIS, I promise. I have, I feel like there's a different, so CODIS, I feel like is only for uh, people who have been in the penal, the penal code system. And then there's another thing for people who are civilians who aren't Aphis. offenders. I don't know. I just, I, I think again, if you listen to the show and you actually want to comment on something, am I wrong? Is CODIS only for uh, people who are convicted of something or in the system as it were, and not just an everyday civilian? I'm in CODIS, but I'm not a criminal. That's true. You are a criminal. You are a criminal. No, I'm not. I said I'm not. No, you are. Did you not hear that not part? No, 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 I, no, I chose to ignore it because you are. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, CODIS. That's so rude. So, uh, you know what? I have a Google machine. I'm just going to look it up myself. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, if you could look that up. Yeah. Please. Let me give me give me a second. Uh, tell them where we they can if so, they have information. If you have any information on any missing person in Mendocino County, because again, they have quite a few, please contact 707-463-4086. Yes, Emily. All right, I have it. CODIS is the acronym for the Combined DNA Index System and is a generic term used to describe the FBI's program of support for criminal justice DNA databases as well as the software used to run these databases. Criminal yeah, they have to run your records when you apply for a job to make sure criminal. you're not in that right. database. Right, so you would only so run be it in that database if you were you a criminal. Com- I promise you, we have probably already covered stories that people while were CODIS found is, because they were listen, in CODIS. While CODIS is generally, okay, so this supports yours more than mine. While CODIS Thank is you. generally used for linking crimes to other crimes and potential 
potentially two suspects, there are non-criminal portions of the database, such as the missing person indexes. So it's not. It's not even for non-criminals. It's for criminals and for missing persons. Yeah. Boom. There are 130,877 people listed as evidentiary or tracked for employment. Access to these computers... This is talking as about CODIS. Access to these computers is limited to only those individuals authorized to use CODIS and approved by the FBI. I feel like if it was for the everyman, it wouldn't, wouldn't need such, you know, top tier shit. Who is entering CODIS? Let's click on that. Yeah, but it's not for the everyday person. It's not for everyday person. Everyone to look access into. That. All right, so this is who is entered into CODIS. Upon conviction and sample na- analysis, perpetrators' DNA profiles are entered into DNA database. Just as fingerprints found at a crime scene can be run through APHIS in search of a suspect. So APHIS is for the uh, civilian and CODIS is for criminal people. I said APHIS earlier and you said no. I said I don't know. Okay, well, I said APHIS, so... Okay, I think APHIS. overall I'm right. So I don't think it. so. Let's not suck it. Com- comment Maybe if not- you think Octavio's right or comment if you think Emily's right. Well, I'm... Anyways, of course, you right information. <laughs> If any information on any missing person in Mendo, Mendocino, Mendocino. Mendocino County, please contact 707-463-4086. That's 707-463-4086. Back to you, Will. Thank you, Octavio. Wow. <clears throat> you guys want to go to Florida? No. No. God, no. God it's fucking hot enough here. It's hot, and there's Florida man down there. Too late. Okay, we're going anyway. While going, get, get in the we're going to talk about Little Miss Lake Penasofki. Interesting name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pen- is that, that, Sometimes I they, assume that's, an, that's the name lake. of the lake, right? Yeah, yeah Penasofki. Yep. Okay. So February 19th, 1971, the remains of a woman were found in Lake Penasofki in Florida by two teenage hitchhikers. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see the comma there. I thought it was right. a period. By two teenage hitchhikers walking along Interstate 75, the woman was found partially submerged underneath the Lake Panasofsky Bridge. Are you following us now, Emily? Yeah, there's your, there's your yeah. bridge. You feel okay. better about this yeah. story? Okay, so Bri- there's a bridge yeah, now. bridge. Got it. Thank you. I'm here. What lake? What lake, though? Panasofsky. Thank you. I don't really think that's how you pronounce it, but I'm going with it. Well, go, well how do you think it's pronounced, then? Give me a second. Let me consult. Oh, no, my... look at it. Look at the word. No, no, just what look do you at the think letters. No, like I've heard that name, that word before, and I want to say okay. that I did not pronounce Panasofsky? it. Right. Panasofsky? I, I Panasofsky. think that could be closer. Panasofsky. I Panasofsky. said Panasofsky. 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 I mean, people say Panasofsky. People say Okola. Pianos off key. No. Pianos off key. Pianos off key. People say Okala and some people say Okala or Okala. It's Okala. See? You even said it different than I do. Okala. Okala. It's Okala. Please don't do that. See, that's what I'm saying. People say it differently. Okay, so so where is Disney World? Nevada. In. (laughs) Come on. Nope. Over Uh, there. Wait, Orlando? Mm -mm. No, it's. Kissimmee. 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 Thank you. (laughs) Kissimmee. I hate that. <laughs> no, <kissing laughs> Sorry, yes. way too real. Go on, please. Yeah. So under the bridge, they found her song. partially song. submerged. Well, great song. Uh, what? Red Hot Chili under Peppers. The under the bridge. Oh. Yeah. Great song. I thought you were talking about Panasofsky or whatever. Kissing me. <laughs> Shut up. Okala. 
Ocala. Nevada. Nevada. Sorry. Nevada. Wait, is it? Hold on, wait. Which one is it? Sorry. Nevada. Nevada. Okay. Bad. Authorities uh, determined that, uh, I mean, it appeared that she had been thrown off. Thrown off, got partially submerged, and stuck underneath the bridge. And authorities determined that she was in her late teens or early 20s and had been dead for several weeks. They found her dressed in a green shirt, green plaid pants, a green floral poncho, and was wearing both a gold watch, a gold necklace. I don't know if I said both, but because um, she also had a gold ring with a transparent stone in the middle, leading authorities to believe she was married because mm-hmm. it was on her ring finger. Right. Excuse me, what that means. Yeah. Normally. Good detective work. Mm-hmm. Emily, you are investigating something, I see. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Um, I'll get back to you in just a second. Okay. Sure. Yeah, listen to it a couple more times. But unfortunately, they were unable to find any sort of personal identification on her body. Now, upon forensic investigation conducted by Dr. William Schutz, he determined that she... How do you say that one? Schutz? Schutzy? Schutz? 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 Okay, Schutz. No clue. He determined that she had been killed about 30 days before her body was discovered. Now, as far as the cause of death goes, authorities had found a men's size 36 belt around her neck, strongly indicating that sh- that strangulation was the cause of death. I don't mean to laugh. This is awful. I really don't mean to laugh. I, I just That's so they were funny. trying to determine what the cause of death was and then simultaneously found a belt around her neck. I wonder. I fucking wonder <laughs> how she died, man. A, a yeah. men's size 36 belt. That's not normally what's around a woman's neck. Not normally. Okay, so I don't mean to laugh. It's just absurd. It, the, man. I've heard of multiple like deaths by belt around neck. I've literally never in my 15 years of medical in the ER and then seven years prior to that in my life heard them actually say the size of the belt. That's odd to me. We've, we've covered uh, death by belts in one. It was an early episode. Uh, Elisa uh, no, Elise Palmer. No, Elise I'll look it up, but I know we've covered, unfortunately, like it was a young girl, a 17 year old. She was, um, I think she was murdered by belt. Um, Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if they were trying to say what the size was to try and narrow down. It was uh, episode eight, episode eight, the murder of Elise Poller. Um, Yeah, it was was that uh, Metalhead Kid episode. Remember that? A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, she, she unfortunately, she was young. It sucked. Her murder was stupid uh should not have happened but she was murdered by belt to the neck but it's just I again really i don't mean to laugh this is happen. serious i really don't mean to laugh this is very like someone died and in a horrible way it's just when the authorities like uh, we were trying to figure out how she died we happened to find a belt around her neck yeah. but, you know we're not sure we're not sure <clears throat> we think this is, was the cause of death but can't be certain yes i was just making a fashion statement no. no, no, I was just like Nothing. saying, he said, I don't think her murder should, shouldn't have happened. And I was like, no murder should happen. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Especially yeah. that one. It was a bunch of dumb fucking teenage douchebags. Teenage That's a rough wasteland. Story. It's, a, it's a rough story. It really is. It is. I imagine so, the other one. Pazuzu, her, whatever, mm-hmm. Bella. Pazuzu. Sorry. Yeah. Pazuzu? Mm-hmm. That was pretty gnarly too. We also covered him earlier. He's in our catalog somewhere. I gave you the idea. Shut up. I did. I don't know about that. No, I 100% did. I have text message proof. (laughs) She she brought the receipts. I did. And I could show them. From over a year ago. Yes. Can you show our listeners? (laughs) Yeah. If you video, like, publish this video, I can show them. Yes. No. 
Back to you, Will. <clears throat> Thank you. So her body was exhumed a number of times to conduct further forensic testing, the first one being 15 years later in 1986. Now, the additional testing concluded that she was between 17 and 24 years old. Kind of nailed it when they said teens, early 20s, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She weighed about 115 pounds and was roughly 5'2 to 5'5". Investigators noted a large amount of dental work, including numerous silver tooth fillings and a crown on one of her upper right teeth. That's interesting because usually that's a that's a huge like hell yeah she has dental work because you can look it up like mm -hmm. and, you know in 1980s 19, 1970s now they didn't really try until 1980s it seems like so i mean even then god i feel like it should be easy but i think <clears throat> locally if it was done it might have been like a home run but then this person could be from anywhere I feel exactly. like in the seventies they had sheets of like and, printed X-rays they put up to a board with the light behind it, and like they weren't as easily shared. So it's a lot different than now, where dental records are in a database like CODIS or APHIS or whatever, and you can easily look them up. Back then, it wasn't that easy. Yeah, this just reminds me of uh, Richard Ramirez's story. There was this exact thing. They found his bite marks, and they um, on a I think it was a butt cheek. I want to say. That might have been Ted Bundy. That was they Ted found Bundy. bite marks. Yeah, they found bite marks, and they were gonna. They the guys were really close to finding, like where this dentist was, and they just didn't because uh, it's really hard to track records in the eighties. It's not digital. Yeah. You literally have to go like Rolo Dex, like look through every card. You know what I mean? Like it's it's tedious. You have to what? Rolo Rolo Dexes. Okay, Come on, you guys you know. are over enunciating the Rolo. It's Rolo Dex. Rolo. Dicks. Anyways, it's Panasofki. If that's how you were saying it, you're correct. We were. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say you were Sounds incorrect. Right. I just don't remember how you said it because we said it so many times. So. Panasofki. 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 Um, One hundred percent correct. Usually, again, when you find dental work on a person, you're like, yes, we can like search records, even if it is tedious. There's, there's record of this person having dental work done, and it, mm -hmm. it's easy to match because usually every mouth is different, very unique, and the work especially is very unique. So I imagine they're like, God, yes, finally. So kind of sucks that this is still a missing person. It is. Because they find, even, they, they find a crazy Sorry. amount of information about this okay missing person and they're still missing unidentified even uh, oh yeah sorry uh, it's a still a jane doe okay it's crazy all right i don't even know how they do it anyways um another interesting find was that she was thought to have birthed at least two kids i don't know what how they figured that out from her teeth no during the oh this sorry. is the first no. uh they Wait, zoomed no, her body the, the first time and they did more research and did the dental work i'm i'm with and, you now i apologize i'm sorry and found that totally. she <laughs> thought to have bird two kids from her dental no. work i'm sorry it's okay i'm here i'm present I promise thank you for being here and Thanks although the me. initial investigation found the belt wrapped around her neck, they failed to notice that she had a broken rib, leading investigators to believe that her killer had knelt on her chest while she was being strangled to death. God, that's rough. Yeah. That's terrible. So upon first look, authorities had assumed she was either European or of Native American descent. And this wouldn't be narrowed down until her second exhumation. Ex 
Yes. Ex- exhumation. Mm-hmm. Um, words. In 2012, where they actually solidified that she was of European descent. Way off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they well, said European or native. Okay. That's, I, I think it was, it, was, close. It, was, it was initial that's look. Was they initially looked. Right. Okay. That's she what we're saying. Looked European they don't look alike. They European don't, and Native American are completely okay, different looking. Let, let, okay. Let me dive in and then it'll get a little okay, more sorry. difficult for you. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt too much. That's <clears throat> okay. So they narrowed it down even further after examining the lead isotopes in her fillings and deduced that she spent most of her young life in Southern Europe close to the sea, more specifically south of Athens. And she lived there up until a year before her death. What the fuck? How do you get Hold that on. from a filling? Because mm-hmm. lead was outlawed in a certain year. One. Two, it was outlawed in the UK before it was outlawed in the US. So when you said Athens, I immediately thought Athens, Georgia, because she's in Florida. And you're oh, south Athens, of Florida. Greece. I understand that. But like. That's still a ton of <laughs> narrowing like down. Yes. Okay. That's crazy. Oh, from lead. Okay. Well, I will say it's not whatever they, the amalgam that they put in there. I don't know if I said, no, I, I, I don't know if I just assumed lead. I'm just they, saying, no, it's, you're probably correct. I'm just not saying you're wrong. Because it was I'm a geologist that, was, that looked into the material that was used in the they film. They hired a was, geologist? That's how they would have found it, like gotten in depth to the filling mm-hmm. because. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I talk shit on law enforcement all the time. That's impressive. I got to give it to them when I got to give it to them. That's, that's crazy impressive. I don't know so much if, that it was if there right. that got it was them like involved, but I think bare it was, minimum. I think it was something I mean, that's they like, have hey, to, they have to hand over this information. Like they they had the idea to get a geologist involved, or whatever. I don't think they did. I think someone was like, hey, there's more. There's a, a they try to roughly translate uh, Greek into English and put it together, and it was very difficult. So there was a dude, and he's like, hey, look, I <laughs> looked at the isotopes, and she came from. A coastal town um, near Athens. That's that's crazy. It's impressive. If it's correct, <clears throat> that's very impressive. Yeah, I know it's crazy. We should all do a twenty-three and me and see where, what coast we came from. Yeah. So that's from isotopes found in her dental work. Now they were also able to examine her hair and determine that she had only been in Florida for less than two months before her death. What? Is know. there like a rate at which you collect a certain mineral in your hair from Florida? I don't know. I don't think you would have it in your hair, like as so well, much examining of her hair. Yeah. I understand that what he said. Like, but so there has to be something unique to Florida that accumulates over time, and is the amount you have in your hair accumulated is how long you've been there, like rings on a tree. Yeah, science, man. The government knows exactly how long you've been on the Gulf Coast. I'm sure. Yeah, but we've been over this, not by not by the hair or anything. We've where have we talked about this before? Another missing person? You can find the amount of uh fried chicken or <laughs> what? Or or boils in your um yeah, your crawfish boils you've crawfish been to? boil, yeah. He's been to like the amount of occasion in your piss. Handful. Like shit, you've lived here your whole yeah, life. Been to like four in my whole life. Yeah, not even a full handful. Like he's not you have to even, like crawfish. To start. Good, it's a lot of work for Go nothing. Fuck yourself if you don't. I actually like everything that goes, everything else in a crawfish boil. The potatoes, the corn. Sometimes there's. You don't have a, to work to eat it. That's why you like those. No, there's just more of it, and it's delicious. 
Yeah. With that Cajun seasoning. Yeah, the crawfish boil. That's what it's called. It's called crawfish. It's just called seafood. Crab, crab, crab seasoning. Boil. Yeah, it's crab Saturday's boil. crab boil. Delicious. Best. Delicious. Seafood. Yeah. <laughs> so the most promising lead came from a Greek crime show who showcased her case. Showcased her case. Didn't realize I even typed that. It showcased her case. <laughs> and a woman came forward after seeing the investigator's forensic facial reconstructions, <clears throat> and it looked like a girl she knew named Constantina. She and Constantina attended a prep school in Greece where they were trained to be housemaids or do domestic work. Um, and, and such. Housemaids <laughs> and such. And then sent abroad to Australia or America for a two-year work contract. The woman had lost contact with her because she was sent to Australia while Constantino was sent to America. Mm. Now, Constantina arrived in America at exactly the same time as the forensic testing had indicated the victim had. Coincidence. Mm. 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 You decide. Because, again, this is still a cold case Jane Doe. So they're at this point they're pretty sure they know who they're working with. They just yes, can't but even prove the, it beyond the shadow of doubt. Uh, yeah, and the f- <clears throat> it's she stepped forward. The family hasn't been like, oh yeah, that's I, I, who knows. Like, I think she was a runaway as well. But dang, they still a Jane Doe. Yeah, um, I, I assume they have. I mean, it feels like they have the right person. That's what it feels like to me. It really does. Like considering I'm, all the science behind it and then people coming forward and it all matching are pointing towards Constantina being from Greece. The, from that missing person or that the identity of the Jane Doe. I'm with it. I can I can get behind that one. Yeah. I'm on board. But in any case, anyone with any possible information, please contact Sumter County Sheriff's Office at 352-569-1600. Or to remain anonymous, contact Crime Line 1 800 423 TIPS or 1 800 423 8477. Yes, do that. But again, it's crazy that it's still a Jane Doe. Um, I just read something about Brian Laundrie that his dental records were used over his DNA they tested to prove that that was his body that was found. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's your mouth and the work you have done it is wholly unique. Well, I mean, I don't know that like he had actual dental work done. I'm just saying that they said that because of Florida's heat, the remains being underwater, the condition they were found in, the area they were found in being previously underwater or marshland, they confirmed it via dental records, not DNA. It never says that he had actual dental work done, though. Yeah, but your mouth is wholly unique no matter what. Like the amount of cavities you have, the the well, I know, but like it. what if your shit changes from like, you know, your appointment in January to July or whatever? You go every six months. Mm-hmm. So they like update your records. No, I mean like what if you haven't gone back? It's it doesn't change you that murder much someone in six in months. Yeah, once you normally when you get July. past maturity, your your teeth aren't moving too much unless you get um lose a tooth or something. Yeah. But other than that, like you're not people that have uh, braces and stuff as uh, adults. It's because they're trying to fix 
what happened More as cosmetic. a child. Yeah. 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 So your math doesn't really change while you're an adult set in stone for the most part. All that right. actually wasn't Will. It wasn't me this time. <laughs> Sorry. It's a That's dry a episode for me. <laughs> That's why he's so present. I'm always present. I don't know what you're talking about. The last two we... The first... Well, the second before the last. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, wait, well, hold on, hold on. All right, I said what I said, but still, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Second okay. before last. The one where we got like, hey, we're getting drunk. I was like, yeah, okay. I was pretty drunk. Yep. You were present for that one 100%. Even my girlfriend was like, you were pretty trashed. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I work real hard. It was Labor Day. Yeah. There's lots of homework. All right, so what do you got next for us? Okay, so Lorraine Stahl, a.k.a. the Ledyard Jane Doe. And this, after reading it, this is like the modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. It's crazy. And that's what it should be known as, the modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. But it's not? So It's not. Okay. It's the Lorraine Stahl, or yeah. they call it the Ledyard Jane Doe. Well, you have my attention. I'm curious to see why you think it should be called that. So, All right. Amazing. Well, in early 1974, or specifically March 1974, police were tipped off about two murders that had occurred at a nearby residence on Shoeville Road in Ledyard, Connecticut. Police soon discovered the two decomposing bodies of a male and female buried in a wooded area behind the residence. The female was found wrapped in a blanket and had a gunshot wound to the face, which had blown out her upper teeth. The male, who investigators were able to identify as Gustavus Lee Carmichael, had also suffered a fatal gunshot wound. Now you might ask, who the fuck was Gustavus Lee Carmichael, and who is this unidentified Jane Doe? Okay, so I know we're going to talk about this, but... I, I know nothing going forward. To it, it is insane to me that they know the dude by first, middle, and last name, but don't know who the woman he was with mm-hmm. is at all. Mm-hmm. That isn't that's crazy to me. In so many, like usually, you have a if if someone knows who Gustavus Lee Carmichael is, you usually know who he's out with, especially a woman, maybe. I'm not saying it is his girlfriend or wife or anything, but usually you have people like someone says, Oh, this is the, the guys who died was named Octavia. He knows Will, he knows Brian, he knows Emily. Like, you know, if those people are missing or not around, it's probably one of those people. Yeah. And it's exactly. just, that's what's crazy to me already without knowing anything else. Like, how do you not know who the woman is, man? How do you just not know? She was smart. Sure. Okay. She ended up. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, like, she wasn't. Make fun of, but she ended up dead. So, yes. Well, she associated herself with. No, I mean, like. Carmichael. Paperwork. Right. We know that for <laughs> yeah. a fact. Yeah. No, I mean, like, she wasn't able to be found via, like, running some sort of record or, like, paperwork, criminal record, whatever, via this dude. Like, she wasn't associated with him. So, let's learn about. Uh, I'm just going to call him Carmichael, saying all three names Gustavus Lee Martin Carmichael yeah so okay. Carmichael was a 25 year old serial bank robber who was relatively successful at it well until he was caught of course for a $60,000 New Jersey bank robbery what year is this 1970 uh yes okay I'm not like I usually do I'm gonna look up how much that is Seven, now because uh yes yeah, so the bodies were found in 74 
all of this was happening uh, 7D. 70, okay. So 60K in 70? Yeah. Okay, go on. I'll, I'll look it up. But on October 25th, 1970, Carmichael was being transported along with another thug from a Massachusetts state prison to federal court in Hartford, Connecticut, when they both escaped custody. Nice. Yes, uh, half a million dollars. Half a mil. Jeez. What? Half so, a million dollars in today's money. I was thinking no more than a quarter. Half a mil. Half? No. I mean, half it's under, but it's it's basically half a mil. It's like 460. Jesus Christ. That's a good amount. That's that's 260K. That's the American dream, folks. Well, Jeez. it is until you get caught. Or dead. No, I mean the dead. inflation rate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucked up. In third, fourth, third, that's, third, fifth yeah, that's years. a good haul. Good for him, man. Yeah, good for him. That's impressive. <clears throat> he got the haul and then got caught for it, but Not then well. escaped custody while being transported from prison to the federal court. So that good happened. for him. Good. So now he's on the run, and he met a mysterious redhead named Emily. Shout out. <clears throat> and it is unknown where she was from hailing from some say new york others point to the south but she never said she never told anyone so it's that part is a mystery as well okay so people didn't know her in association with him but she never told anybody anything mm -hmm. so maybe emily was right when she said she's smart hmm. Imagine that. if you're i mean if you're gonna run around with a known bank robber and escapee Probably smart not to say anything about who you are. When did the real Bonnie and Clyde happen? 40s, I want to say. 40, yeah. Maybe so earlier. Maybe this lady took a book or a page from their book. You know, I'm just saying. Like, Yeah, but Bonnie and Clyde, they, those were their real names. Yeah. You I'm don't know saying, her name. Like, the act. <laughs> exactly. So, That's uh, my Bonnie, point. <laughs> Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow were an infamous American robbery team responsible for a 21-month 20 20 crime spree from 1932 to 1934. Damn. Two That's years what I'm saying. Like, you, don't, you don't know who she is. Like Maybe she has thought this through and like she doesn't want to be on paper or like in public known, knowingly associated with this criminal. So she's like flying under the radar sucks to like really not ever be identified like that's sad but yeah i don't imagine she thought i mean no one thinks you're gonna die even if you yeah. are a known criminal and so associated with known criminals no one ever really thinks like i'm gonna die i should probably tell somebody who i am i think she <laughs> yeah. was just thinking like this guy is a bank robber he just escaped from prison i'm probably not gonna tell anybody who i actually am in case shit goes south and 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 you know the worst in her mind is probably uh, the police catch on and they catch him or, you know, she gets into custody because then nobody would be like, I don't know who she is. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, again, I think as weird as it is, Emily was right when she said she's a smart girl without knowing any of this information. Yeah, we don't know her, her prior history or what, what was going on. So. so now the couple were trying to lay low and got in touch with a trio of fellow criminals who specialized in hiding wanted fugitives. Richard DeFridis, Donald Brandt, and James Gardner. They took the wanted couple in and even provided them with fake IDs and fake names. The woman took on the name of Lorraine Stahl. And Carmichael, pretending to be her husband, became Dick Stahl. 
Nice. nice. Oh, shit, you already wrote that. Yeah, I did. Just <laughs> a natural reaction, sorry. Yeah. What's your name? Dick Stall. Nice. I feel like, like that's a, like an insult. Dick Stall? Why is your dick, dick stalling? No, it's a stall of dicks. Hey, get out of the dick stall, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my, that's yeah, my dude. dick stall. Piss or get out of the dick stall. <laughs> nice. So I, I think the crazy thing is, too, that she had a name. No one knows the name that she went by. They gave her a fake name. Mm-hmm. And that's what she is known as, Lorraine Stahl. Not her real name. So that, because I mean, she yeah, never expected just... to die. So she was taking on this fake identity to continue living the life she was living and protecting herself or her actual identity. And she never expected to die. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one's like, oh, here you know, open this in case I die. Like there's no like warranty program with your fucking fake identity by. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. I'm just saying like, I kind of feel like if I were to do that, it would just be sucks for, hopefully you don't have any ties. You can just kind of cut and dry. No one's going to be like looking for you or whatever. If they are looking for you, then they know that you're a piece of shit or you die. Just Or they know you by your fake name. Yes, it makes Which, it if you're smart, easier to get that. to get out or get away. Well, I mean, I, have you ever seen the movie Closer with Natalie Portman? This is like the fifteenth time you have referenced that movie in this podcast. And it's an, since it's I an amazing, it. it's an amazing movie. Uh, Clive is. Owen, Clive Owen is I've, I would, Your I would have his I would have his babies. Um, but so in the movie, when I, my point is. Um, <laughs> Uh, the point is, uh, Natalie Portman's character, uh, he she goes through the whole thing saying, my name is Alice to everyone because she's in she's an American in the UK. Uh, and she's like, my name's Alice. Alice Ayers, how you doing? And then he uh, goes away and she goes away and he goes up to where he met her. He's kind of like reminiscing about the time that she she was there and he's talking and he go, comes across a grave of Alice Ayers. That wasn't her name. Her name was oh, Jane. Yeah. Her name was Jane Jones the whole time. And she's she told everyone my name is Alice. She had a she job. Because she sat at that and, bench. Yeah, she sat at that bench and that was like directly in front of where that grave was. Yes. The grave marker. Oh, and that name was Alice Ayers. And so she went around telling everybody her name is Alice Ayers when she's an American named Jane Jones. And we that's it. All anyone His knows wife about was her. Jennifer Aniston, right? No. No, no. Who um, that? What the fuck is her name? She's famous. Super famous. Uh, Julie Roberts. That's oh yeah, yeah. So his wife was yeah. okay, but she was also yeah. doing the same thing with Jude Law, right? Angelina Jolie. No, no, she was a photographer. She was legit. She was just oh. a, a pawn in this. Yeah. Anyways, Damn. yeah, that's just what it reminds you of. Like spoiler. Yeah, it's an old movie. It's two thousand four. Go watch it though. It's I graduated good. high school in two thousand four. Spoiler alert. <laughs> now you well, know her name is not Amy Ayers. <laughs> Alice. <clears throat> Alice. <laughs> See, I would have watched it. I'm like, I thought it was Amy. <laughs> no? <laughs> Anyways. So now the couple were seemingly living the quote-unquote normal life, but started becoming wary of the trio that was housing them. So when the trio were dividing up a $30,000 take from a recent bank robbery, she voiced some concerns about it, which DeFridas didn't take very well. Defridas, thinking that she was going to rat them out, decided just to kill her. But knowing Carmichael wouldn't just let them kill her, he decided he needed to go as well. And so 
The couple were murdered by DeFridis and buried on New Year's Eve of 1970. Okay, so we know the who, what, <clears throat> no, we know the who and where. No, we know the how and the and where. where. We don't know the who. We don't know the who. Well, we you don't know one the of who. you know one of two who's. <laughs> I'm lost. So we know the killer. Mm-hmm. We know why. We know we where and why. And we don't, we know, don't know. We know one of the two of who's. We know the car. We know Carmichael, but we don't know Lorraine Stahl. Are we sure of the killer? Yeah, he's in prison for it. He admitted yeah. to it. That's how we know this know. whole story about okay. why he killed them. Gotcha. Yeah. So again, authorities know the identity. Identi- <clears throat> so again, authorities know the identity of Carmichael, but still had no idea who Lorraine actually was and actually only had a couple clues to go off of. When her body was discovered, she was wearing a gold or tan sweater, a tan leather vest that looked wet, as they described it, a brown tweed skirt, brown granny boots. I don't know what those are. That's what they described them as. What? Granny or granny? I don't know what any of this means. Like, what is a wet vest? It was a a wet-looking vest. I would think that's like pleather or leather, like shiny maybe yeah yeah they just said it looked like a wet vest but i have never in my life heard of something called grainy boots they went up to her knees i thought you were saying grainy no granny like granny panties still i don't know what any of that means i don't know either i'm a guy okay okay okay. good luck tell me what tweed is well, tweed what? is tweed like, is a material. Jackets, yeah. I know it's a material, but tell me to explain what tweed is. I'm like, I don't know. College professors, college professors wear them. That's all I know. Um, is that the kind of like uh, corduroy? Laser. Kind of like corduroy. It has the stripes and it has the. the it's more like I would I would say is like an itchier version of corduroy, <laughs> not as uniform. Like wool. <laughs> yes. I just don't know what, tweed. Just. What are, what is tweed? Tell us in the comments. What, what is tweed? And what's a what are granny boots? So the tweed skirt, brown granny boots up to her knees, and a yellow raincoat. Now she had three pieces of jewelry on her: a relatively inexpensive ring with an imitation emerald stone, a wood carved brooch with a figurine with an abstract ceremonial head, and a class ring. And the class ring proved to be the most interesting bit of evidence they had. The class ring had the letters J-H-N-S or J-N-H-S, I couldn't determine, and had two engravings on either side, I-L-N and 1917. She that's was also known, yeah. That's it's not a whole lot. No, but it's, it's a class ring. Yeah, yeah. They can, might be able to make out the J-H-N-S or J-N-H-S as what the school. So high school, yeah. And then the engraving should be ILN, maybe her name, her initials, and or someone's name might not be her name. Class of 1917. And 1917, yeah. Well, no, because this is 1970. What is the 1917? It could have been a parent. Someone else's class ring. Yeah. 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 A family member. But something that would pinpoint to who she might be. Johnston's, the place who does the class rings. What does that mean? That's the company who makes like America's class rings. Oh. <laughs> they would be able to tell you. 
did they they've exist in 1917? I think they've existed. I don't know. Like I'll look it up, but they've Jamie, literally helped Jamie, people. Can you look that up? Okay. <laughs> they've helped people solve cases before. Really? Yes, well, I this, swear. Not, That's not rad. One. Yeah. Well, they need to get on it then. Yeah. Yeah. Have a have a class ring expert. Johnson's. Um, I'll call you tomorrow. Who? Okay. Johnson. Okay. Have fun. They probably have never gotten a phone call about this case yet. Probably not. In 50 years. So, Justin, sorry. It's Justin's. My goodness gracious. Way <laughs> off, ma'am. <laughs> she was also known to drive around a green 1964 Oldsmobile that was found dumped in Hartford. And it either had a Massachusetts or a main plate, but they pinpointed the registration. So they're thinking it's a main plate because it was a main uh, inspector tags on it. Mm-hmm. But when people were, uh, when they're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. She drives around this Oldsmobile and it has either Massachusetts or Maine. They're right next to each other. So, um, and they believe that she had invest at, at relatives in either Tennessee, West Virginia, or the Carolinas. Again, with what we think is that's pretty specific, detailed information, this still remains a cold case. So Jostens was started in 1897. Jostens, reach out. You could probably help with this case. Yes. No one in the investigative team has ever called them They're yet. literally like the leading company for America's classrooms. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm being facetious. It's- they definitely have called. Are you sure? I don't know. I would bet my left nut that they called <laughs> Jostens. Octavia, would you? Um, yeah, it seems like a straightforward thing to do. I'd imagine someone, like, I mean, you if guys... I only thought of it in two seconds, someone else in the past 50 years probably was like, you whoa, know, we should probably. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's slow that shit down, okay? Don't be grouping me with these other fuckers. Um, also, you guys shit talk so heavily on law enforcement. I don't feel like you guys think that they would actually reach out to a reputable company and ask. Okay, but this has been, you don't feel like they would. This, this has been a cold case for like 50 years. It doesn't have to be law enforcement. It's someone that sees the case and is like, oh, maybe I should call this company. Maybe. You don't think other podcasts have done this case? I just feel like general people, like someone who works at Justin's probably has heard about this case. And yes, it's probably been thought of or like looked at, but. Good. We'll call them tomorrow <laughs> and let us know. All right. I will. I'll let you know. Okay. I'll report back next week. And be like, what, what number caller am I regarding this case? And then give us that number as well. All right. Okay. I'll let you know. So anyone with information is urged to contact the Ledyard Police Department at 860-464-6400. So again, this is still That's a quote-unquote change. 860-464-6400. Why'd you say quote-unquote cold case? No, I said it's, "quote unquote" Jane Doe because they have a I name. Mean, it's not her right. real name. Oh, okay, but that's but they actually okay. like it. Lorraine Stahl. So Got it's it. Not, it's not listed as Jane Doe. Not a real name, though. That's not a real name. Yes. Right. Okay. All right, our last case: Columbia County Jane Doe. On May 8th, 1982, a passerby discovered skeletal remains about 60 feet off of Petra Road 
was a desolate, lonely road surrounded by trees and not much else in the town of Caledonia, Wisconsin. Isn't it Caledonia? Chalcedonia. Is it? There's a C after the L. Okay. You can look it up. I will. I'll look it up. Thank you. <laughs> and again, authorities had little to go off as the body had decomposed so badly there was little to no soft tissue left. The only things remaining were the bones, a multicolored blouse, and a size twelve brown and size twelve brown pants and a size twelve brown and size twelve brown pants. Caledonia. It's Caledonia? Yeah, no C. Yeah, I don't think there's no C. Oh, there's a second C. Um also, how does one's shirt last longer than their tissue? Like what depends on the condition where the body yeah, was. It was yeah, out in the open, so it yeah. wasn't like underwater and stuff where stuff starts to break down okay would be my guess but they could tell that it was a multicolored blouse and she was wearing brown pants thank you octavia for correcting my calcedonia calcedonia yeah because Cal- caledonia Cal- yeah thank you caledonia wisconsin caledonia mm-hmm. i think calcedonia was in my brain from something else possibly a movie, perhaps? I don't know. Could be. Probably. So investigators had to use an anthropologist to investigate the bones to try and find any clues or indicators to this woman's identity. She appeared to be a white woman. Again, I say appeared because they couldn't determine. They just sometimes they can tell on the bones, like, yeah, they're probably white or Caucasian. They can't. That's crazy. That's, I'm not but that's super reachful there. Like no tissue at all, but a colored shirt and brown pants. Mm-hmm. She's white for sure. <laughs> it's just her fashion sense really that gave yeah. it away, not her bones. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Like, this, is a, this is a white lady. <laughs> and they estimated that she was between 45 to 65 years old, about five foot five to five foot seven. That's more of a reasonable distance from start to finish on height. When yeah, we're because di- she like was discussing dead bodies buried in the ground. Neither was homeboy. He was laying on a bank. He was no, under. He was, partially, he was underground. Just his shoes. Just his shoes were exposed. His shoes were poking up. They had to dig his ass out. That's it. Unless he had like supersonic joints. Probably some J's. <laughs> Some Jays just spoken out of the air. That's why I noticed yeah. them. Like those are probably worth some money. I'm gonna go some Air up. Force Air Force ones. <laughs> yeah, that's the hey, only yo. reason you notice. Like those are the those tips. Jordan Jays. Yeah, those yeah. Jays right there. I could dig them up. Probably resell those. Imagine though going over there thinking they were Jays or Air Forces, and they were and ones from Walmart. No, they weren't. Even, they were mid highs. The Burrow mid highs. They were Skechers. <laughs> I'm a fucker. Shape ups. <laughs> we're in shape ups. I could have swore they were Jays. Dr. Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry. So again, this anthropologist was also able to determine that she probably gave birth at least once in her life. I don't Is know it from you... the you think it's from the hips being I think wider? I think they're displaced yes. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's definitely from the hips. Hey, hey, hey. 
Let us I'm just saying earlier, like, let, us men, let, us men, let us men figure it out on our own, okay? Yeah. Just because well, no, I you thought know. you were make fun of me for saying earlier when I thought that you meant via her dental records, they could figure out she had two kids. <laughs> well, they do look at her dental records. And they figured out she had one kid. One kid. Maybe they know something we don't, okay? I'm just saying. But also, yeah. They, they, they know a lot we don't. They know so a whole lot that we don't. Like they knew this was a white lady. I've looked at the bones yeah. and been like, the only thing that's white is her bones. <laughs> I don't know what color the skin was over them. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back. So, Continue. Okay. So gave birth at least once. Now they started to investigate her skull and dental work, which could lead to some sort of identifying feature because she did have some unusual crowns and a partial denture. And we... <laughs> touched on it a little bit earlier, but dentistry having regional and individual styles of dentistry, they were hoping someone would recognize their work. Like, regional oh. style? Yeah, yeah. Re regional. They're, yeah, like every practice. East Coast, um, West Coast. They do things differently. Up. They do yeah. stuff up. differently, that's, completely That's another thing I learned from um, the Richard Ramirez case. That's how I know that. You mm -hmm. mean to tell me like people, okay, so like Octavio, I don't have fillings, but like if you had fillings and I had fillings and our teenage yeah, years from when yeah it would be different. we would have different fillings different Why? styles i guess yeah because of regional <laughs> industry no like i don't understand like okay say two dentists go to the same dental school in the midwest and then one ends up living in california one lives in south mississippi they would still do like based on what they learned in school or like where they practice dentistry i mean they constantly learning things so i think they would keep up with whatever their state codes are yeah, in that area. Plus, like, whatever materials might be slightly different. Or cheaper or more available, depending on who what they're willing to pay for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that again, if you look up the Richard Ramirez case, that's a huge thing. Uh, dentistry is, like, a huge, like, huge, like, uh, clue into what's going on with a lot of things crime-wise. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. The more you know. Rainbow. Octavia, if you could do that for the video, where you know, graphic over. Sure. Yep. Thank you. Uh, you go. Rainbow star. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Cool. <clears throat> so this Jane Doe had another unusual identifying feature. She had probably suffered from arthritis in her neck, lower spine, and left knee, which probably resulted in some significant pain, causing her to walk with a distinctive gait. I, I just, I keep going, this is impressive. I wish I knew how to do any of this to look at something like, yeah, she probably walked with like a limp a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, there's going to be spacing in the joints and like it's differentiating between left and right. So like that's the, the gate thing is easily established because of the spacing between bones. Yeah, it's just impressive to know to what to look for is what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. I'm sure there's easy ways to, once you know what you're looking at, it's easy ways like, oh yeah, look, look at this gap or look at this, look at this dude. He, uh, he fucking has a weird walk and I know it because of his bones. I, if I looked at bones, I'm like, yep, those are bones. You could show me a leg bone and the arm bone. I'm like, actually, actually I wouldn't even know if, are those what? human bones? Cause I don't know. That could be a, a bear bone. It could be a, a, a wolf bone. I don't know. Is all I know that it is a bone. That's as far as I would go. You are joking. I mean, there's certain distinctual factors that I would be like, yeah, that's probably a human bone. I don't know for sure. I'm not you qualified to make yeah. that statement. Yeah, you show me a tibia and then show me a humerus. I'm like, um, about, the same, about the same size. 
No, I mean like officially be like, hey, that's definitely human oh, fibula. That's so, diff- that's so difficult to tell. You what? Emily, go okay. go in the field, are, go in the forest and find bones, please. Okay. And then are tell you us. telling me you could tell me that's a fucking phalange versus <laughs> from a human versus a dog or a yes. gorilla? No, fuck okay. off. Yes. Well, then why aren't you, you making money? money? Fucking a you hold definitely the fuck, back it up. You can compare a gorilla and a human phalange, and maybe ask for like a gap in explanation, but not a fucking dog and human. Okay, I'll give you a no, metac- I metacarpal. I'll give you a, a human metacarpal. <laughs> yes, I can tell you the difference. That's... And a, and one from a okay. chimpanzee, you will have no. No, clue. I said it, you could say like from a chimp well, or like an ape or whatever. It would be a little bit different, but like a dog. You wouldn't you know that. One hundred percent tell you it's different. I, I guess the difference is that I'm humble enough to know that I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> Google some X-rays, Jamie. Why would I do that? Why would Jamie it's, do? It's that? different looking at an X-ray than something that was found in the ground. You pick this up and you're like, like this, yeah, this is a human that's bone. Like actual bones. Con- context in this case is everything. If it's a bone in the in the forest or on the bank, I'd assume that an animal dragged it here, not that it was a human bone. If I would it was not found assume that. I don't want to assume that. And another like, why, set of bones. Why saying, would a person want that. to find? Why would a person want to find a human bone? I want to find a dog bone. That's interesting. Or a bear bone. Cool. Not a human. I don't want to see a human bone. That means someone died, and it's probably not. A fair play thing is, is probably foul play. I don't want if to you see. found a tiny bone in the ground, you wouldn't be able to tell what it's from. It's a guaranteed. On what that bone is. I would be able to tell you the difference between a humerus and a tibia 100% of the time. Mm. If you picked it 100. up and you didn't have yeah. it compared to something else? Are we talking like that? It's a humerus or a tibia human, both. Like, yes, I would be able to tell you the difference. I find, I'm going to be honest with you, I find nothing humorous about this. I don't think you're being <laughs> humble enough. No, I'm not saying, like, I said, if he compared, like, an ape or, like, a chimp or a gorilla or what the fuck ever we're so commonly associated with, um, I probably would not be able to. But a tiny, you're talking about, like, the little digit, like, the tip of my fucking finger compared to, like, an ape. Yes, no, I would not be able to tell you the difference, probably. Thank you. Thank like, you for being humble. The literal tip of my finger. Thank you for humbling yourself a little bit. Yeah, thank, you for being, thank you for being humble. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> I, I also like my point is like you as a person, you don't your brain isn't me like, oh, that's probably a human fucking bone. Like you don't your brain doesn't want to. You guys have to ruined find this that. for me. Yes. I will always and forever now always think human, human, human if I find a bone. You guys have ruined that for me. Good. Thank you. Thank you for being humble. You're welcome. I hate you. Back to you in the studio, Will. Thank you. Now, her cause of death was easily recognizable once the skull was examined because she died of blunt force trauma, more specifically, a blow to her head. Uh, you mean in layman's terms? A uh, layman's terms. Yeah, so uh, blunt blow force trauma head. is a blow to the head. Or known as a blow to the head. <laughs> With what we For all know. of you non-medical, yeah. non-police uh, law enforcement. With a yeah. candlestick? Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. Probably the blow dead. to the head. Probably overhand, down, strike, blow. Oh, you're reaching. Okay, Brilliant. side. It's reaching. I don't know. Just kidding. It's probably Mr. Uh, Colonel Mustard, honestly. Yes, in the library. No, on Petra Road. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know. yeah. Maybe it was a library at one point in time, is what I was saying. No. No. Near one? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) She was a librarian. That's actually what it was. I think the closest thing to it was a John Deere tractor 
There uh, you go. I knew there was a reference. See, store close. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> solved it. <laughs> All right. So, well, died of blunt force trauma, a.k.a. a blow to her head, and then dumped off the side of that desolate rural road. Investigators looked at the missing person cases in Wisconsin, hoping to find a match with no such luck. By 1987, her case was determined to be a cold case, and she was buried in Wyosena. You're going to have to figure out how much. Your guess is going to be W-Y-O-C-E-N-A. Wyosena. Wyosena. I'm going with Wyosena, but yeah. I could Wy- be Wyosena. Let's say let add a little bit of twang to Wyosena. Wyosena. I'm just saying because Cena and John Cena... Right, you are saying. <laughs> oh my god! I hate you. <clears throat> Fuck. So that's where she was married, <laughs> and it was about twenty miles from where she was actually discovered. Now things still weren't sitting right with investigators, so they exhumed her body on April twenty first, twenty fourteen. So recent. Mm-hmm. That's a, like a long time. That was a long time. Yeah. And the Columbia County Sheriff's Office reopened her case with the help from the FBI crime lab. They collected some DNA and uploaded it into the CODIS database, CODIS for, database for missing persons, it's hopeful dead. that the recent developments in DNA would find this woman's identity. However, no match was found, and she still remains another Jane Doe in a file folder of cold cases. But did they run it through APHIS, you think? Or call Jostens. I don't know if they call Jostens, but they probably did all the other data banks. Which, again, Cody's <laughs> is for criminal and um, this is involved in the criminal case. Um, right, evidentiary. For missing, missing or cold cases, correct. APHIS is completely different. Um, now that we've established that, um, what the fuck, man? Eight, 82 is when this happened, right? If I remember, you said 82? Uh, uh, yeah, it was a cold case in yes, 87. 82. It happened in 82. So five years, they worked the case, Sorry. made it a cold case, and then in 2014, they reopened it. That's a long, 30 years-ish? I mean, good for them for trying. Yeah. I know that a lot of things we, we've talked about, especially on this podcast and in crime crime circles in general, you know, uh, lately with the advancements that we've had in science and, and DNA and all this, it's likely if you have any, any kind of DNA stored, you're, you, you're probably gonna get a hit. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. the way things are going now. Like people back in the day, think they can get away from things for a long time and take the fucking golden state killer. For instance, he, he was a sheriff. He got away with it for 30 years. And then yeah advanced in dna because he came all over everything he legit his evidence yeah, was everywhere. everywhere everywhere so they just collected that shit and, and good on the people from the 70s and 80s from not understanding like this is just evidence they're just collecting and putting in samples they didn't understand what they were doing but good for them for actually doing it even though they couldn't do anything with it at the time you know so yeah. i thought you said dna store and now i realized you said dna stored and i was like where the fuck is a DNA store. Where is the DNA store? What website is that? I was um, like, what? That's why I was like confused. What the fuck is he talking about? I need to buy myself some Dino DNA. <laughs> I expensive. legit thought about T Rex DNA. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the DNA is solving things left and right, even mm-hmm. if it is thirty years on. They're, at this point, if you've left DNA specifically come or anything like that, you're gonna get caught. Your you're mouth. gonna get caught. Shh. 
Sorry, uh, jism. It's gross. Uh, Ejaculate. Baby Stop. gravy. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> if you if you have any information, uh, where can they find people? Will. So if you have any information pertaining to this case, uh, you can contact Detective Tim Schultz at 608-742-4166. His extension is 3324. Or you can contact Captain uh, Jason Kachowski at 608-742-4166 with his extension being 3302. Yep. If you have any information, any of the numbers we've uh, listed, please, if you have any, if you think you saw something, and if you didn't know for sure what it was, if you think anything at all remotely close to anything related to this, just contact. It doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt. It's better to be safe than sorry, as they say. So Yeah, and Crime Stoppers is always anonymous, so if you're worried about putting your name on something, you can always contact Crime Stoppers. Yeah. Yeah, so don't be shy. Like, I mean... Like I said, it doesn't hurt if you think you have information. Maybe you actually do. Who knows? Maybe you actually do. You could solve the puzzle with your tiny, tiny little missing piece. Yep. See all something, takes, say really. something. Yep. That's all I got. Yeah. And uh, again, thank you, Horsey Anime, for that comment. But this is why we don't r- really get into this. Yeah. I had to yeah. take four of them to piece together uh, an episode. And, again, and for us, much. yeah, for us, this is a very short episode. <laughs> it is normally go like another yeah. forty. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, thanks anyway for the comment. Um, I, as you can see, she commented something that we don't. Or I don't know if it's a she. Horsey Anime commented something that we don't usually do, and we did it. So if you have any kind of recommendation or anything you want to hear us do, just comment or or send us a message. We'll do it, even if it's short and no information at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we'll so, give yeah. it a shot. Give the but old college try. We did re-establish like a starting point for all four of these cases today, so you know we're adding to yeah. the information. I don't know. Right, trying to get it out, out there the, a little bit more. Yeah, getting yeah. it out right. into the ether. I mean, which, which is why I mean, Will decided to do it because I mean, it it does like Emily said, it does help other people who haven't heard these cases. Maybe they actually do know something. Imagine listening to a yeah, podcast you've never heard of and then shit, they just talk about a case you like literally know everything about, but you've never said anything to anyone. Bam, solves. There you go. Like, oh yeah. It's easy as that. Grandma did go missing. Her name was that. She was a librarian and she did date a dude named Colonel <laughs> and there Mustard. Was, there actually was a bridge there. She was a white lady. <laughs> With a multicolored shirt. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's my grandma. So uh, know. stay tuned uh, for the next, I think, we have our next month, about next month planned out, don't we? It's a spoopy month coming up. We uh, we have our Hispanic Heritage Month episode coming up, which I'm super fucking excited about. Um, it's a very, it's a case very near and dear to my heart. And then will we I have, be here? yes, you will. You won't be okay. here for, we have guests the next two episodes. Um, this coming week, we have a redo of uh, Sid and Nancy. From oh, yeah. Sex Pistols with uh, Chris Hahn, which I'm excited about. That was a fun episode to do, and I'm excited to get it out there as it should be. And then the week after that, we have a, another guest where Emily won't be here. And Wait. then Spoopy Month. You're not doing the episode that I think you're doing while I'm gone, not, are you? Okay. No, I know. We are. No, you're not. not. I will literally quit right now. We are. Rage quit. 
<laughs> this desk over. Anyways, like so stay stay tuned for all of that. Uh, we have an exciting month coming up. It's October. Uh, you know what time it is. It's time to get yeah. crazy and spooky with it. But other than that, Emily. Um, you can catch us on Facebook or Instagram at Bloodthirsty Times. You can catch us on Twitter, TikTok, which we're not really not active on at Bloodthirsty Pod, or you can email us at bloodthirstypod@gmail.com. We would really, really like it if you would Instagram or Facebook message us or interact on our posts. Yeah, and the best way to get all. Yeah, the best way to get in touch. I think Instagram is our most used one. I think we like Instagram the most. Yeah, it's the easiest. For show. Sure. Okay, well, I don't mind yeah. any of it. You guys can right anywhere you want to. Send us emails, whatever you got. Uh, you can even leave us voice voicemails at anchor.fm if you really want to do that. You can do that if we you wanted know, to. We don't know how much longer that will last, though. Yeah, probably a bit. Probably a little. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Some it. Stay tuned. Stay, <laughs> stay tuned for everything else we got going on. Uh, bye. 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 Love you. Bye. <laughs> Okay, bye.